Manx Radio's Update with Paul Moran. Pastor Mai, good evening. It's half past five and this is update for Monday, 16th of January from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the news, sport, business, sea watch and travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person. Tonight, the man in line was joined today by representatives of Manxcare. The Firearms and Weapons Surrender Programme came into force today. The first meeting of Timwell members is tomorrow. Drilling for gas could begin later this year in what is hoped to be the biggest gas field in the Irish Sea. And just how long does it take to replace a government minister? Welcome to Manx Radio's Update. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. Now at the time at 5.31, let's get the latest headlines with Christian Jones. Faster my Christian. Faster my. The Isle of Man Treasury will appeal a recent employment and equality tribunal judgment which saw two former MHKs awarded nearly £34,000 each. Martin Perkins and Geoffrey Boots claim they were discriminated against by the Treasury because of their age after losing their seats in the 2021 general election. The Chief Minister says he's truly sorry that children who were abused at Notfield were failed by government and the children's home. Alfred Cannon, on behalf of the Council of Ministers, has apologised for historical mistakes that contributed to young people suffering in the 1970s and 80s. And unemployment on the Isle of Man has risen by 0.1%, up from 0.6% in November. The International Labour Organisation estimates the unemployment rate of the island at 1.6%. In international news, a serving police officer has been revealed as one of Britain's most prolific sex offenders after pleading guilty to 49 charges against 12 women over two decades. The Metropolitan Police has apologised for not spotting the signs that could have left to the arrest of 48-year-old PC David Carrick sooner. The Mayor of London has condemned a drive-by shooting outside a church on Saturday, which has left a seven-year-old girl in a stable but critical condition. A 22-year-old man has been arrested on suspicion of attempted murder. And Boris Johnson is releasing a book about his time as Prime Minister. Publishing director at HarperCollins' William Collins says it's a memoir like no other. Those are the update news headlines. I'll be back at six o'clock. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Showers falling as a mixture of sleet, snow and hail continuing through this evening and overnight. Icy stretches forming in between the showers overnight. Also, minimum air temperature minus one degrees. Yellow weather warning in place for ice and wintry showers island-wide. That was from midday today until midnight uh, tonight. Uh, sunshine, wintry showers tomorrow. Further snow over the higher ground. Fresh to strong northwest wind. Top temperature 4 degrees. Uh, sunrise tomorrow at 8.27. Sunshine and isolated wintry showers on Wednesday. The low water today was earlier at uh, 4 minutes past 12. It was at 2.3 metres then. High water today was... Uh, it's going to be in about half an hour's time, 5.6 metres at a uh, minute past six. Uh, low water then just after midnight tonight at 12.34, 2.3 metres. And then high water tomorrow morning, 6.39 at 5.7 metres. Uh, also, the Mountain Road is going to remain closed this evening. It's going to be reviewed again at 7.30 tomorrow, but the Mountain Road is closed at the moment. Manx Glass and Glazing can produce bespoke splashbacks for your kitchen in any colours. Speak to the team on 674 573. 
Now today, representatives of Manx Care joined us on the Man in Line this lunchtime to discuss all the latest matters regarding the island's health service. In the last few weeks, we've seen increasing pressures on the emergency department at Nobles Hospital. Uh, Beth Espy uh, spoke about the issue with the health body CEO, Theresa Cope, and Dr Gareth Davies, a consultant in urgent and emergency care. First, Mrs Cope. So at our peak, we had 18 patients in hospital who had flu. And we've also seen a real increase through the GP out of hours. So the Manx Emergency Doctor Service saw 86% more calls on Boxing Day this year than last year and 44% more calls on Christmas Day. So the system has been under a great deal of pressure. Now, you know, I think it's really important to describe that when we talk about Opal 4, yes, it does mean we are incredibly busy and under pressure. But we take the Opal 4 actions to decompress. We stop doing some things which aren't clinically as urgent. We make some changes. We stop non-essential meetings because our focus during those Opal 4 times when we're under pressure is to make sure all of our focus and energy is around treating the patients and ultimately allowing the hospital to flow correctly, that we've got the right staffing levels and we are taking the right actions. Dr Gareth Davies, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that the ideal is Opal Level 1? Yes, that is business as usual, but even business as usual, I think, across healthcare systems uh, throughout the UK and beyond, uh, even at uh, that level, are incredibly busy. We're seeing an execrable increase in the number of patients that are accessing healthcare, whether it is primary care, urgent care or emergency care. So even down at Opal 1, the place is busy. How many people would you say are turning up to our emergency departments who don't actually need to be there? Inevitably, there are people that come to the emergency department that can be seen elsewhere. There is a rich array of services out there in the community for people who've got either urgent or emergency healthcare needs. And so we would would really encourage people to look at what's available out there in the community for them. Two more members have their first meeting tomorrow of the new year. John Moss has been looking at the order paper. The major set piece of this month's Timbald, on the face of it, will be this. The latest iteration of Alfred Cannon's island plan. In the forward, Mr Cannon says it's deliberately intertwined with the economic strategy. This document, he says, crystallises the overarching goals of the administration. This was Mr Cannon in his turn-of-the-year reflections on Manx Radio. There's huge, significant competition out there at the moment, as I've said multiple times. On the back of COVID, a lot of countries are looking at their strategies, where the next sets of business is coming from. And alongside that, we've also got challenges around global tax rates. I said the major item on the face of it because also the subject of a motion is the swimming pools issue, a suggestion that the Education, Sports and Culture Department and Infrastructure produce a piece of work, the wording taken from the motion, uh, to construct a long-term strategic plan which would transfer the regional pools to DESC and to develop regional sports hubs. This is a subject, of course, that's excited a deal of comment in the closing weeks of last year. Chris Thomas, Infrastructure Minister, is due to make a statement on this document, the Highway Maintenance Charter, which was introduced during Mr Crookle's time as Minister in March last year. He'll be able to answer questions on that statement.
All is scheduled to be preceded by question time, with serial questioner Jason Morehouse leading the way. The first six questions are down to him, opening with the impact of people arriving from China, uh, which has now reported an explosion in Covid cases. Other questions range from industrial action in schools. At this time, February action by the NSUWT hasn't been withdrawn. Mrs Christian on work permit numbers and time limits before a new minister is appointed. Laurie Hooper currently has two portfolios. And it is to Mr Hooper that Mr Speaker addresses one of his questions. Namely, he asks, is he satisfied with the performance of Manx Care? If you have a news story for Manx Radio to investigate and report, email newsroom at manxradio.com or call 682-631 any time of day or night. People who surrender firearms, ammunition and weapons on the Isle of Man will not face prosecution for illegal possession of the items. That's the pledge from police as the Firearms and Weapons Surrender Programme came into force today. Chief Inspector Danny Rochell says the last amnesty in 2019 proved fruitful. We were able to, to take 53 firearms from the streets, uh, one crossbow, uh, 80 bladed articles of various uh, various sizes and descriptions, uh, a number of other items such as knuckle dusters and, and the such like, and uh, over 500 rounds of live ammunition. So they, they are really effective, um, and that isn't to say that we would have had 53 firearms used in criminality, actually probably far from it, uh, but this is um, it, it's tied in with the um, firearms license in triennial period, so the three-year period in which people have to relicense the lawfully held firearms. I think we would have to give people the reassurance around this surrender programme that um, that when people surrender uh, weapons to us, which they can do at any of the police stations uh, throughout the island, when they do so, they can do so from a position of complete anonymity, um, that they don't have to leave the details and uh, ultimately when the items are surrendered, there'll be no further criminal investigation in respect of it. Now I do caveat that with the common sense approach that clearly should anything um, turn up that uh, that has uh, clearly been involved in some kind of criminal offence and it's following a, a report that we may have received then it would be remiss of us not to look into that um, and I think that that is exactly what the public would expect and we'd be not doing our duty if we didn't do so. We, we won't be looking to actively investigate anything that is surrendered to us um, there will be some uh, limited cases whereby if a conventional firearm is surrendered uh, we would have to make an assessment as to whether that would be submitted to NABIS, which is the National Ballistic Intelligence Service, which is a requirement for us to do so, being a responsible police force, to make sure that we're identifying any trends, any uh, involvement in criminality and the such like. The length of time it takes to replace a government minister will come under scrutiny in Timwell this month. Douglas South MHK Claire Christian will raise the issue as she explained to Phil Gorn. I think I worked out um, we've had interim minister... Uh, ministers uh, for five and a half months of this, 16 and a half months of this administration. Um, uh, There's been four DfE ministers, including the chief minister, so taking a long time to choose somebody. Um, You know, is that right? And I I really want to kind of get into the chief minister's mind as as to what what, what, and why. It does make you wonder whether there's actually a need for a a DfE minister if it can be done on on a kind of a part-time basis in in the way that uh, seems to have happened. I think that... um, my own personal um, opinion on it is is that 
maybe the the Department for Enterprise as a title um, is is redundant now. We've got an economic strategy. Should it be the Department of, of, of Economic Development? Should we have an economic um, uh, development director, um, somebody who can really uh, lead and and promote the island properly, um, bring in the agencies into you know perhaps one, um, and really sort of make some big changes. But if you want to leave it as it is, then then you know not not work on it. Kind of let let things ride as they have been. Then then yeah maybe it is a part-time job but I think if you really want to take that economic strategy seriously and you want to create 5,000 jobs as the Chief Minister does then I think you need to appoint somebody Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company Ben McCree left Haysham at uh, quarter past two this afternoon and should be arriving in Douglas in about 15 minutes time at six o'clock uh, back out tonight at 7.45 to Haysham should be there about 11.13 and then the overnight crossing at 2.15 in the morning is on schedule and to be on time to be in Douglas tomorrow morning round about six o'clock. If you need any more information go to manxradio.com click on to news then click on to travel. Follow the steam packet on Twitter for the latest Sailing information. The Chief Minister says he's truly sorry that children who were abused at Notfield were failed by government and the children's home. Tessa Hawley reports and a warning that this audio piece contains sensitive content re-child abuse. Alfred Cannon, on behalf of the Council of Ministers, has apologised for historical mistakes that contributed to young people suffering at the facility in the 1970s and 80s. His apology is contained in the government response to a report on the abuse by Timwald's Social Affairs Policy Review Committee, which investigated in 2018. Mr Cannon said the Council of Ministers has read their report with sincere sorrow and regret and is deeply sorry for the mistakes that were made which contributed to the suffering and the lifelong impact of these traumatic experiences. Victims of the abuse perpetrated at the hands of senior house parent Joseph Henry Marshall have been praised for giving evidence against him. Mr Cannon continued, We cannot underestimate the suffering that has been inflicted on the survivors and their families and greatly appreciate their bravery in giving evidence. The committee's report and findings were originally published in October 2018 but were withdrawn when a criminal investigation and legal proceedings took place. Marshall was jailed for six years in April last year after being convicted after trial of sexually abusing two boys at the children's home. Eleven recommendations have now been made to government to improve the protection of children in care and the support available for survivors of abuse. The committee's report and the Council of Ministers' response will go before Timwald next month. And if you or someone you know has been affected by this story, you can find information on organisations which can provide support and advice by visiting manxradio.com. Manx Radio Business Briefing. Marks and Spencer is stepping up its store's opening programme with the launch of 20 bigger and better new shops throughout Britain and the creation of 3,400 jobs. Whilst other retailers are switching online or disappearing from High Street, Stuart Mackin, the chain's chief executive, says we are committed to offering great shops in spite of previously announcing plans to close 67 unperforming branches. M&S will open eight full-line stores offering clothing, homeware and food in shopping centres such as uh, Bullring, Birmingham and the Trafford Centre in Manchester. 
UK and European markets were higher as investors assessed the growth and inflation outlook in light of recent data alongside the beginning of corporate earnings season. US stocks opened higher at the start of the trading week. Oil prices dipped but the but held close to the highest levels since the start of the year on optimism that China's reopening will lift fuel demand at the world's top crude importer. And gold price lower. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. At the close, FTSE 100 was up 0.2% at 7860. Uh, the DAX also up 0.31% at 15134. At 5 o'clock, Dow Jones was up 0.33% at 34302. S&P 500 up 0.4% at 3999. And the NASDAQ was also up 0.71% at 11079. Exchange rates a pound will get you 1.2 US dollars and it will get you 1.127 euros. And in commodity, gold finished down 0.32% at $1913. And Brent crude oil uh, was down also 1.42% at 84 spot $15. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Numbers of people attending Noble's emergency department with winter illnesses dropped by a fifth at the start of January. However, levels in general remain at their highest over the last four years. Rob Pritchard has more details. In its latest surveillance report of winter respiratory illnesses across the Isle of Man, government notes there was a 20% decrease in the amount of people visiting the emergency department with a winter ailment in the first week of this month. That's compared to the numbers seen the week prior to that. According to the statistics, Statistics, the drop in numbers has mainly been seen in those aged 0 to 4, as well as those aged 65 and over. However, government adds current volumes overall remain at the highest levels over the last four years. Numbers currently exceed the previous peak seen in 2020 by 95%. You can view the full report by visiting manxradio.com. What's your opinion on the update news agenda? Email update at manxradio.com or call 682 631. Manx Radio Sport. Rian Evans has the sport tonight. Faster my Rian. Faster my good evening. There were several Manx athletes in road running action off the island at the weekend. In the warmth on Valencia in Spain, Gemma Aston continued her impressive comeback to racing with a 10k time of 34.37 to finish 36th woman in a field that was world class at the front. Gemma's younger sister Sarah was also in the race, having been selected to run for England, as she will also do in a cross country international this coming weekend. Unfortunately, though, Sarah was caught up in a huge pass 
pile-up on the start line after some of the leading runners fell right at the beginning and Sarah was one of the many who ended up on the ground. She was unscathed and did try to continue but pulled in after about 6k deciding to save herself for next weekend's race in Belgium. Also in the Valencia race was Caroline Mayers who clocked a time of 40.33 to finish 160th woman and fourth in the women's 50 age group. Training sessions for this year's Manx Youth Games will soon get underway. The games are due to happen on Saturday the 13th of May this year with training sessions starting next Monday, that's the 23rd of January. A huge range of sports are available to get involved in for any children between the ages of 6 and 15. Details on how to sign up can be found on this story at manxradio.com on our sports page. And Oren Smith is still going strong in the Spine Race, which is a continuous 268-mile event along the Pennine Way. Starting in the South Dales and finishing in Scotland, participants have 160 hours to complete the feat. Oren says he's doing it to raise funds for the Isle of Man MS Society after finding out his friend had developed the disease. You can keep up to date with Oren's progress and find a link to his Just Giving page on the story at manxradio.com. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Just a reminder that the uh, mountain road will remain closed this evening. It will be reviewed again at uh, 7.30 in the morning. Mountain road closed if you're heading home tonight. Uh, Down at the airport, uh, departures the Liverpool flight uh, 6 o'clock. It was supposed to be heading out. It's now delayed until 7. Uh, The Gatwick flight is uh, currently showing on time on the screen. Uh, Arrivals, uh, London Gatwick uh, again showing on time. The Liverpool flight uh, connected to the departure we've just mentioned. Uh, That also is uh, delayed. Uh, 5 to 8 it was supposed to be and now delayed till about 5 to 9. And the London City flight has been cancelled. It was going to be arriving tonight at uh, five past eight, but that has been cancelled. Onto the roads uh, in Balasala, Crossag Road between Mill Road and Abbott's Way, still temporary light on the main road at Balthane in Balabeg, the light's still on the road uh, by the Arbury Parish. And in Douglas, temporary light on Johnny Watson's Lane at uh, Cronkbourne, 24 hours a day for trench work. Massimo Tyres, budget tyres priced to keep your vehicle safe and legal. Only available at. Drilling for gas could commence off the coast of the island later this year. Kroger has announced it's appointed 360 Energy to start drilling in the gas field off Mackeld. The firm hopes the site will become one of the biggest gas fields in the Irish Sea. Chief Executive Officer of Kroger is Richard Hubbard. They, as contract operator, are responsible for the entirety of that drilling operation and they've got a big team. The logistics will be run uh, from Haitian. Uh, helicopter uh, flights will be from the airport in Blackpool and the rig will be on location for about three months and it will start uh, nominally in October this year, 2023. So starting in October, how far are we now then from gas essentially being available? So clearly we need to uh, complete the fundraising. We then need to complete the permitting through the Department of Infrastructure and DEFA here and that's where we believe we could be ready to be drilling by October and the key step there is clearly to contract the drilling rig and that is likely to be mobilised from the Southern North Sea and then brought round 
past Land's End. And then the operation itself, three months, so we would know the results. And if it is positive, we think it would then take three years to uh, develop the field. And therefore, first gas production could be by the end of 2026. How confident are you in the site? So we spoke last time about um, flipping a coin. You know, they've got a 50-50 chance. I think it's a little bit better than that, but it's not a guarantee. So the reason that we're drilling the well is not so much to find out if the gas is there, because we think we know it is from the well that was drilled 40 years ago, but it's to find out how fast that gas will flow out of the ground and whether it's capable of sustaining a production rate that's worth developing and therefore commercial. So that's what we're going to find out. Is this gas field capable of delivering gas at a rate fast enough to make it a commercial development? Over the past few weeks, several complaints have been made about gas bills from Ireland's Energy Group. Many customers have taken to social media with their issues, which range from bills not appearing to inaccurate amounts taken from accounts. The group's chief financial officer, Gareth Fuchs, has been trying to reassure customers. Any change in a system is is a complex thing. Um, It's obviously our responsibility to, to get that right. We've absolutely had a number of uh, teething issues and problems on the way through which have impacted customers and caused them concern and gave them a, a gap in terms of their their bills we have been absolutely focused on on getting this right we've had a number of releases to the system to fix issues we are confident that the calculations in the system and how it's working uh, is correct we know we've got these legacy questions from customers and complaints from customers to resolve. We have changed our operating model. So we've gone to a a UK call center, which gives us more ability to take more calls. And those people who are working in the call center in the Isle of Man are actually working uh, on, on solving the tickets directly. So we're focusing resource there. We've brought additional support in, both from our provider, but also other resources, um, attempts and other people, and we're we're going through that again to try and get through this backlog as soon as we can. What we firmly believe is is what's going out now is is correct. As I say, there there will always be some errors, some issues we try to minimise, but there, there will always be some. So we've been working really hard, recognising that for customers, any bill that comes through that's incorrect is concerning and worrying. Um, but we've been working really, really hard to get there. And we believe that the system is correct. And we're focused on getting back to every customer who is contacting us to make sure that they understand their bill and they're happy with their bill. That is it for updates compiled by the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Christian Jones and producer Rianne Evans. After the news at six, it's Agenda with Phil Gorn. Greatest hit with Chris Kinley is tonight at 6.30. Time for Bass with Ian Cottier at nine after hours with Dave Moore at ten. If you're an update podcast listener anywhere in the world or anytime, day or night, thanks for making update the Isle of Man's most subscribed to newscast podcast. Whatever you're doing tonight, have a great night.
construction waste today. Tells recycle for another day. A builder skip or two. Tells skips will bring to you. Need quality type 1 stone for your building or contracting job? Then contact Tells with no minimum order for collection or delivery. Call 677 Visit Tells Limited in Snugborough or find Tells Limited on Facebook. Skips are what they do. We're the guys at hire one to you. Call Tells Skips today. 677-137. What's too hot in summer and too cold in winter? Your conservatory. Well, now, Phoenix Windows can convert your conservatory roof with a solid, lightweight, insulated roof to turn your conservatory into a room you can comfortably use all year round. Phoenix Windows, for free estimates, free surveys, bespoke made-to-measure windows, guaranteed work, and all-island coverage. For your free, no-obligation quotation, call 816628 or visit phoenixwindows-iom.com. Find out how you can help our island and your business at the UNESCO Biosphere Isle of Man Lecture 2023. Join us on January the 25th at the Manx Museum as global expert Dr. Roger Barker of the Institute of Directors looks at the role all businesses can play in developing and future-proofing our economy. Tickets just £5, including a pre-lecture reception supported by Zurich in the Isle of Man. Visit biosphere.im slash news for more details and to book. You know when you're about to pay for the bus and your phone runs out of battery? Nightmare. Frantically, you search through your pockets only to find a button, pebbles and hair grip. But then, in the last pocket, you find that long-lost tenner you forgot. Result! This is how it feels when you save over £500 versus MT with our broadband home phone and mobile bundle. Start saving at Shaw.com. T's and C's apply. With Ellen Van in Fuels, home heating oil is made easy. With our free smart monitoring system, you'll never run out or have to think about ordering. Our online accounts and easy payment plans make it really simple to manage. Ellen Van in Fuels can even help with new tanks, boilers and servicing. Combine all that with reliable, efficient deliveries and we've got it covered. Just call us on 844000. Ellen Van in Fuels. Making life easier. Discover a great value trip away this year with Steam Packet Holidays. We have a huge array of ferry excursions and holiday packages available. Why not take a city break and indulge in culture and cuisine? Or head for a relaxing long weekend in the countryside? Take the family or just a good book? There's a Steam Packet Holiday for everyone. Call Steam Packet Holidays today on 645-777 to find out more and book or visit our travel shop in the sea terminal. Load up your breakfast, lunch or dinner with Subway's footlong deal. Get a free regular tea, coffee or dispensed drink with any footlong sub. Only at Subway. Peel and Port Erin.